Uh, Steven, are you ready to hear the... Hold on, let me do that again. <clears throat> Steven, are you ready to hear the theme song for the first time this season? Uh, I'm so excited. How ready are you? I'm so ready I could uh, hit someone. Okay. It's the Premise Podcast. And you can talk over it if you want. It's a different show. Premise Podcast. Every single episode is out of control. Steven, do you know the words to the theme song yet? Uh, yeah, you can t- tell I was singing. Yeah, I could. So you, so you do know the words to the theme it, song? It's the Primus Podcast. It's out of control. It's the <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to keep going. Um, so, Stephen, we we have right now a preview of season two. We're already on our second season. Yeah. Let's think That's about hard. some shows that never made it to a second season. Um, uh, there was a Matthew Perry sitcom called Go On that didn't make it to season two. I, th- I think all of the Friends people had a sitcom that didn't last longer than a season. The comeback <laughs> was successful, Anderson. though. The comeback with Lisa Kudrow. Oh. Never uh, heard of it. Episodes with Matt LeBlanc was successful. You, you know, Steve, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're I, talking about. I've never watched anything aside from Friends. I did live. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, Steven, talk about season one. How do you how do you think it went? What are your impressions? Uh, I think it went pretty good, uh, but I think some of our guests uh, they were you know they were new to this medium. Uh, many of you them, think the guests weren't good enough. Well, it's not that they weren't good enough. They just they were first timers. You know, they were used to working with their hands. These are people that we found um, doing their craft in, in studios, uh, working with clay, working with wicker. Um, uh-huh. And crafts people. Just, yeah, yeah, you could say that. Um, and I think uh, it just takes some time to get used to the podcast game. So, you, you know, the first episode we recorded together, I introduced the guest and I turned to you and I said, are we, are we ever going to get a real guest? Yes. And, and you said... Give it John three, Hamm. four episodes. We wanted John Ham. That's exactly right. We wanted John yeah. Ham or his wife. Yes. Um, and we haven't gotten a real guest, not yet. Are who that we have uh, done the podcast with is the closest thing to a, as you would say, real guest. Um, I'd say uh, <clears throat> one of the unnamed actors on the. Uh... <laughs> Podcast Were uh, they named? One of the unnamed actors? Yeah. There was one actor who was unnamed. There's a stunt double for when the audio didn't come through and we had our dub that's, over. That's, right. that's, that's exactly who I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and she will remain nameless here. Yes. Uh, yeah. That thing was a pain to edit. It really was. Um, anything else from season one? What did you have the most fun doing? What did you have the least fun doing? <clears throat> I think I had the most fun pretending I had seen Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the least fun. Um, I'd say I didn't like some of my ad spots. Uh, I'd say there was an ad I did for a uh, 
laundromat and I was expecting a big payoff and they didn't follow through. And I recently learned that the company has gone under because the wife of the owner, um, she stormed the Capitol. <laughs> what? Yeah. Of, of our sponsor, the laundromat. That's right. And they're out of business. Well, we got to take off their ad spot for this episode. So you had the most fun on the episode encyclopedia podcast. And you had the least amount of fun uh, when you found out that our good and loyal sponsor, uh, the owner's wife stormed the U S Capitol in an insurrection. Yes. Yes, uh, That's right. Uh, But it's a shame because I did really like working with them. Um, Mm-hmm. I had met them in person and uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's troubling times. And I think we need unity now. Uh, we should probably talk about the, the insurrection at the Capitol, but we have an ad spot. Uh, if right. I may, Stephen. Yeah. The premise podcast season two is brought to you by Herb's powdered wig emporium. Herb's Powdered Wig Emporium is here to meet all of your powdered wig needs, whether you're a judge, a founding father, or in parliament. Herb's Powdered Wig Emporium can get a powdered wig on your scalp in no time or your money back. I said no time, that's 30 minutes or less or your money back. Maybe you're an actor in Colonial Williamsburg and your last wig got caught in a fire or in the in the it got stuck in the butter turner now it's got butter it's got congealed butter all over it herb's wig emporium is the way to go maybe you're in the french aristocracy before the french revolution and you already have your fake mole but you need a powdered wig herb's wig emporium maybe you just need to hide your bald spot steven steven are you balding yet uh no and unfortunately i'm only a member of the austrian aristocracy Herb's Wig Emporium, 30 minutes or less, or your money for your powdered wig uh, back. Wow. Uh, Steven, you want to do an ad? We have a lot of sponsors to get through today. Yeah, we do. I'll uh, go ahead and do one. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I got a really, really exciting email this morning, Bo. Would you like to hear about it? Yeah, tell me all about it. Well, it was an email from um, <clears throat> scientists. And uh, I, the subject line just said, this is big news. I, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. And get this, scientists say they've found a new hole. Uh, where could this hole be? And what is it? What, well, what's it's, it? It's, uh, it's the biggest hole, actually, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, they've just found this hole. Uh, and they're saying this is a huge win for people that believe science is real. Uh, anybody can go see this new hole. Uh, it is uh, in northern Arizona, about two and a half hours north of Phoenix. And Wait, they stop right just... there, Stephen. You're saying scientists said this? Yes, this is a message wow. directly from science. Can t- carry on then. Yeah, uh, well, they, uh, they, they're they actually holding a competition uh, for... Uh, naming this hole uh anybody could win all you have to do to uh enter the competition is buy a yard sign that uh, declares science is real and then you can be entered in the competition to name the big hole in arizona uh i think we should try to come up with our own pitch for the hole name yeah uh, why not give it a shot how about um uh 
you got any ideas? Um, it's a hole. Like, is it a crater? How deep yeah. does it go? Well, they don't know yet. Uh, you know, they're they're just doing uh, the, the the science. Is it to, bottomless? Uh, well, it's hard to say. Um, the never-ending stories, like in a building. How about the reverse skyscraper? It's no use, Bo. I don't think we could ever come up with a good enough name. But you know who can? What? I mean, Our who? Lord. <laughs> Our loyal listeners. Do yeah, you know where we could do that on 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 our Twitter page. No, at sciencesreal.com. But we could post the URL. Tag, tag us. Tag us when you when yeah, you make sure you tag us and you, use our code uh, to get a twenty dollars off your next visit to uh, Wingstop at Podcast Premise and follow us for the love of God. Yes. Yeah, so sorry. The code is Podcast Hole. Podcast use called podcast. Why don't we call it the podcast hole? Yeah, that's not that's good. All right, great ad, Stephen. Stephen, season one is over. Yeah, and this was season twenty-three for you. That's right. In your lifetime, uh, Stephen, I you've been alive for twenty-three seasons. Yeah. Well, really, twenty-three times four is what. 72? Yeah. No, 92. Uh, okay. You've been alive for 92 seasons, uh, but our our fans don't know the real you. They don't know they don't. what makes Steven tick. Yeah. Do they even know how to spell your name, you think? Uh, I doubt it. Well, it's not the way they would think. That's I'm going to give you a personality quiz, so... Um, our listeners can get to know you. We're just going to ask you a few questions. Pick a snack from the following. Potato mm-hmm. chips, cookies, calamari, caviar, anything locale. Caviar. Okay. Straight from the fish, though. Okay. Next, pick a drink. Coffee, beer, sherry, tea, wine. Hmm. That's a tough one. It's between sherry and beer, but I'd probably go beer. Beer. Okay. Uh, what's for dinner? Is it burger, leftovers, lobster, steak, fish? Fish. Yeah, that's what you had for dinner tonight. That is what I had for dinner tonight. Uh, what are you watching? Sports, reality show, opera, player musical, rom-com? Mm, rom-com. A rom-com. Maybe uh, she's just not that into you. No, uh, the, uh, the before uh, sunrise. That's not a rom-com. Uh, pick an article. I thought it was pretty funny. Pick, pick an article of clothing. A lot of slaps. No, that's not an option. Uh, co- <laughs> cozy sweater, button-up flannel, dress shirt with a sensible tie, something with frills or lace, or a three-piece suit. Uh, was a sweater an option? Yeah, cozy sweater. Cozy sweater. Cozy sweater. All right, uh, Stephen. I have something to confess to you. Mm-hmm. And it shames me to say this wasn't uh, just a way for our fans to get to know you. This was a what Frasier character are you quiz. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, the uh, wh- Who do you think you got? I'm the fat one. Wait, who? You know, 
I don't I don't think any of them are uh, overweight. Well, one of them's a little bit more and would probably qualify for the vaccine. You mean the Martin, the old man? Yeah. <laughs> um, Stephen, we're gonna have to edit that out in post. Stephen, you got Daphne. <laughs> you know Daphne. I got Daphne? Ni- that means Niles is in love with you. Shit, I'm not a, a ghost hunter? Just just like Daphne, a ghost hunter. Just like Daphne, you've got a quirky sense of humor that everyone adores. You're hardworking and not afraid to stand up for yourself. That's Steve. pretty true. And it also says here that Frazier was on CBS. Oh, wow. So I'll, hopefully our I'll fans- check that out. Uh, Steve, please. Hopefully our friends... Uh, know you a bit better now. Did I say friends or fans? Uh, friends. Take two. Hopefully our fans know you a little better now, Stephen. And I think they should tweet at uh, Podcast Premise is the Twitter. Right. And ask, what else do you want to know about Stephen? What other secrets may he be hiding that you want to peel under? You want to get out in front of anything, Stephen, that they may ask? Yeah, well, uh, I could talk about my name. Uh, okay. It's uh, spelled S-T-I-O-F-A-N. And will you pronounce that phonetically, please? Yes, it's uh, Stephen. Thank you. Uh, that's Stephen for you. And Stephen, as you know, and our listeners may have guessed, the main purpose of this episode is um, to increase our revenue through advertisement. So we have another ad spot coming up. That's right. Season two of the Premise Podcast is brought to you by Milkbone Cigarettes. Milkbone Cigarettes, they're cigarettes for your dog. Does your dog need to take the edge off? Try Milkbone Cigarettes for Dogs. This is a new strategy by Big Tobacco to get cigarettes into as many mouths as possible, even if they be canine mouths. They will also brush your dog's teeth for them, like many Milkbone products already do. Dogs at heart are wolves. And wolves, at heart, are stressed and emaciated. Give your dog a milkbone cigarette today. Your dog will be looking cool and will be relaxed and will uh, smoke a cigarette in front of you in your house. Milkbone yeah. cigarettes, dogs. It's a, I mean, it's really amazing what they've done. I mean, my personal favorite thing about cigarettes, they've been able to replicate that with cigarettes for dogs which is that they essentially brush your teeth. Exactly. It has all the great parts of cigarettes, which is uh, teeth brushing smoke and that good nicotine flavor that dogs love and get so easily addicted to. And um, they are completely unfiltered. That's right. And your dog's going to love it. Your dog's going to love it. I was just going to say, I uh, let my neighbor's dog try some cigarettes when they weren't watching, and that dog seemed to love them. Yeah, yeah. What was the dog's name? George. George, the cigarette-smoking dog. Steven, you know what I could use? What's that? Some more ad revenue. How about another ad read? hey My turn? Yeah, yeah. that was my for you. Okay. Season two of the pod is also brought to you and to me and to all of us by Idahoan Potato Flakes. Uh, they're great. Uh, you know, everybody loves instant mashed potatoes. 
uh, whether you like garlic or you like butter or you like cheese or you like herbs, Idaho and Potato Flakes has a flavor for you. And get this, Idaho and Potato Flakes also make for a great breading for deep frying foods. Just a couple hours ago, I used Idahoan potato flakes to deep fry some fish, and they turned out great. Idahoan potato flakes. Listen to great pods, eat great potatoes. Wow, that was a great ad read, Stephen. The hook for me was when you started talking about garlic. Yeah, well, they, they got garlic. That's awesome. Stephen, hey, hold on a second. There's people screaming. Hey, I'm going to edit that out in post. Uh, <laughs> Steven, in season one, we did a lot of parodies. As you mentioned, we parodied the film noir genre. We also parodied Slumdog Millionaire, the film, the critically acclaimed film. But uh, on top of that, we parodied some major podcasts and podcast tropes or genres. Uh, notably, we did a My Least Favorite Murder episode, and our fans may not know this, but there's actually a podcast called My Favorite Murder that we were parodying. Oh. Uh, what else did we do, Stephen? We did the mailbag podcast genre. We did. You, I got lost in the woods. You got uh, lost in the woods? That's a, an, another uh, point to make. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stephen, what I want to know is, are there more podcasts we could parody this season? Oh, man. Uh, there's all sorts of podcasts. Uh, hmm. N- name one. <laughs> if, you, if you know if you know uh, a podcast, why don't you name one? Well, huh? I'll be honest with you, Bo. I've, I, I didn't know what a podcast was before I started this show. But now you do. Yes, but I've only ever listened to our show. <laughs> You've never listened to This American Life with Ira Glass? No. Well, I guess we're not going to be parodying any podcast this season unless the listeners want to tweet at us with ideas for podcasts that you love that you want us to ruin for you with our uh, clever spoofs. Ooh, 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 I got one. Yeah. <laughs> we could parody uh, the You're Wrong About podcast with Michael Hobbs and Sarah Marshall where they talk about uh, – conventional uh, knowledge and things that people hold to be true and why those things are actually wrong. And we could do an episode, uh, the You're Right About podcast, where we talk about how very mundane facts are indeed correct. You may think that ketchup is red. Well, you'd be right. right. (laughs) Well, that's good. Stephen, I have another question for you. What what do you think the podcast is lacking? I think our uh, most of our topics are pretty uh, secular, and we could really uh, come around to centering our topics around uh, faith and the word. You're saying we should get more preachy. Yeah. Do you, maybe you should read a, a scripture for us now. Oh, yes. Uh, one moment. Let me pull some up. Yeah, go ahead. I'll wait. <clears throat> this is uh, from Second Kings. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, Baldy, they said. Get out of here, Baldy! He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. I like the direction the podcast is heading with all this, Stephen. I think... 
the more of the word that we read, uh, the funnier we'll, we'll be. Yeah, I've uh, been listening to a lot of Kanye West recently and have been feeling inspired. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you go to his church? Are you a member? Uh, I wouldn't describe myself as a member, more as a, a student. A disciple. Uh, perhaps. Just, just maybe. Um, Stephen, I, I just got a, a word from our sponsors, and we have a new one. I've just been yeah. handed a slip of paper, as you can hear. That's oh. the uh, we have a new sponsor. It's uh, the Season 2 of the Premise Podcast is brought to you by Scissor Hands. Are you an isolated freak job? Use Scissor Hands to find purpose and make something of yourself. You can start giving uh, colorful women haircuts and uh, threaten to uh, almost kill their dogs and then give, give those dogs haircuts and then you make ice sculptures. Scissor Hands! What else could you do with Scissor Hands? Oh, you could make crafts. You could, uh, you know, do do fabric work. You know, help a tailor out. You get a job with a tailor's apprentice. Uh, let's see. You, you could uh, be do groundbreaking uh, festivals where you you know they, they break ground and you cut the ribbon with your yeah. scissor hands. We we uh we better be careful uh, talking about the scissor hands with some of our guests. Uh, you know, they love crafts. And we have several guests who themselves have scissor hands. Yes. How about another ad, Stephen? Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> we also have another sponsor here at uh, the podcast. Uh, I I think we all are aware that uh, children often growing up, they tend to be scared of many things that as adults we know pose no fear to us but there is one thing that children do get right and that's the fear of darkness and i'm telling you this today because as some know and as some may learn uh, if they buy this product democracy dies in darkness um today uh the podcast is brought to us by the washington post uh, a newspaper and online uh article platform uh, owned by Jeff Bezos, and they are here to shine a light in the darkness. Stephen, uh, I have another thing, another way for the fans to interact with fans. I'll call them listeners. I think that's more appropriate for the listeners to interact with us. We have a, um, we, we have a podcast coming up where we need help from our listeners especially if they're wanting to be actors or if you know someone who wants to be an actor or would think it's fun or doesn't care, they'll do anything you tell them to because you, you, you have, uh, you, you emotionally abuse them. Uh, we want those people to all reach out to us and say, Hey, I want to act in this episode you're talking about. It's a, it's called one minute auditions podcast. And it is a way for uh, actors or randos, as a, those are the two types of people, uh, to try their chops at acting and possibly get a larger role on the podcast with several scripted episodes we have coming up later this season. Uh, Stephen, I, I would love if you could do one of these <clears throat> uh, auditions for us now. And this one will end up in the episode if, it's, uh, if it is deemed good enough by me. 
I'm looking at, I sent you a script and it's, again, this is for anybody wanting to be on the podcast and you can call in and audition with a script I provide. If you want to do your own monologue, you can also do that. Um, no, no, this is good. But, oh yeah, I, I wasn't talking to you, but I'm, I'm glad to know, Stephen. <laughs> uh, from now on, Stephen, if I'm addressing you, I'll start the sentence with Stephen. Okay, okay, I wasn't uh, sure. Okay, you're going to be McGuire in this scene. All right. Um, okay, so this is a one-minute audition with Stephen Mar- Marcus. It's called Therapist Park Bench. Uh, Stephen is playing Mark McGuire, and I'm playing Matt Damon. <clears throat> when you're ready. So, if I asked you about art, you'd probably give me the skinny on every art book ever written. Michelangelo, you know a lot about him. Vigilante work, pizza parties, him and the rat, sexual orientation, the whole works, right? But I bet you can't tell me what it smells like in that sewer. You've never actually stood down there, looked up at the pizza dripping down from the ceiling. If I asked you about women, you'd probably give me a syllabus of your personal favorites. You may have even gotten to second base before, but you can't tell me what it's like to get to third base. You're a tough kid. I ask you about war, and you're probably a throw a cannon at me or whatever it is they do, but you've never seen a really good war movie. One where actors actually got blown up. And if I asked you about love, you'd probably quote me a sonnet. But you've never looked at a woman and saw it was your dead wife, dead from cancer, so dead she almost looks alive. I look at you. I don't see an intelligent, confident man. I see a cocky, scared little chicken man. Little chicken man, a little chicken. Uh, poor little chicken, never been sent off to war. You're an orphan, right? How much does that suck? I never read Oliver Twist, but I've seen parts of the movie. How about some more porridge, you ungrateful bastard? I can't learn anything from you. I can't read in some magical book or maybe your diary. But you won't let me read that. So you have to talk about you, to me. But you don't want to do that, do you, slugger? You're terrified of what you might say. You'll move, chicken. Wow. That was a good one-minute audition. Steven, you Thank got you. the part. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but it's not a real movie, so you're still no, technically I, unemployed. But this might be bad will hunting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so that that is, Steven, would you recommend our listeners sign up to do this? Absolutely. It's podcast? easy. Uh, here's the thing about acting. Acting is something that everyone is meant to do. Everyone. Uh, They will tell you, oh, it's hard to get into the business. There's not many jobs. No. Acting is for everyone. Everyone was meant to be an actor and all other jobs are a scam. All other jobs. Yes. Um, Steven, great job with that. Thank you. Uh, And so keep keep us up to date on uh, One Minute Auditions. I guess I'm talking to the listeners. I don't know who I was talking to. I'll take that out. Uh, Steven, the last thing we're doing today is we're going to read some fan mail. What do you say? Absolutely. <clears throat> All right. Uh, we both have a, each a pile of letters on our desk. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> we're going to read through them. I'll, I'll read one first. Go for it. Uh, dear Steven. Okay, so I guess this one was uh, one you were supposed to read, but that's, I'll, that's I'll okay. keep reading it. Um, dear Stephen, 
when you go to the store, be sure to get milk. Love, Mom. That's not really a a fan mail. Uh, I mean, I like to think of my mom as our biggest fan. Uh, and that's that's what we want to fix in season two. Steven, how about how about you read some fan mail? Yeah, here, uh, let me get one out. Yeah, <clears throat> filing cabinet there. Uh, don't worry about it. This one says, <clears throat> "Fuck you, Bo. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Bo. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Bo. Fuck you. Fuck you, Bo. Fuck you, Bo. Fuck you, Bo." I know what fan this is. I know what listener that is. <laughs> they they don't they make it so easy. Yeah. I know exactly. They who think that they is. can trick us. See, I, I got a I got another letter here. Um, okay, this one is written with like uh, not they didn't handwrite it. It's got like letters cut out from magazines. Oh, okay. Um, Let's it check says it out. Detective. I think he means you, Stephen. No, oh, yeah, yeah. It says Natural. detective. Uh, I have hidden the body of the child in the reservoir in Spokane, and I will not turn myself into the police because the police cannot catch me because I am oh so smart. I am the gingerbread man. I am the gingerbread fiend. I am a murderer, murderer, crazy murder man, and I love to kill podcasters. (laughs) That's a fun little surprise. <clears throat> um, we got a lot of letters from this one, but I think I'm going to uh, just uh, save those for later. Um, let, let's move on. How about a letter that you read? Yeah, one sec. Uh, I've got one here from a fan who, their name is uh, Christopher uh, Langan. <clears throat> says, uh, attention, Bo and Steven, I'm here to inform you, uh, as the smartest man in America, and then in parentheses, 200 IQ, uh, the election was stolen. Um, the Democrats, they rigged it. Uh, the voting machines uh, were taking votes that were logged, logged pardon, for Donald Trump and rewriting them uh, to be for Joe Biden, and uh, I am going to solve this mystery. And if you have any leads, please mail them to me <clears throat> at my ranch in uh, Missouri. We we have gotten so many uh, letters about this, Stephen. People people think we have some say in the election. We don't. We don't. We we have nothing to do with it. We have nothing I don't. To do I, I don't even know what they're talking about. I thought I thought George Bush was the president. All right. So that just how about a request to our listeners? No more letters uh, asking us to to uh, pull some strings for the Trump administration. We're we're, we're not going to do it again. We did it the one time. That's it. And did, boy, did it go horribly for us. Yeah. We, we regret it. Um, I'm not allowed in Home Depot anymore. All right, I got another letter, Stephen. All right. This one has no return address, which is true for all the ones I've read so far. Um, dear Bo and Stephen, that's the first time one of them started off normal. Uh, it says, Dear Bo and Stephen, 
your podcast is the worst thing since everyone who was ever mean to me in middle school. I hate your podcast because you're mean to me on it. I hate how you're mean to me and you make fun of me. And probably when you're not on your podcast, you say I'm pudgy, which is what all the bullies in middle school used to say about me. I hate that you're so mean and gross and fugly. Signed, your friend, Pete Holmes. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Pete Holmes, um, uh, as our listeners know, we have a podcast feud with Pete Holmes. And he is he has reluctantly finally joined into it with a vengeance. Uh, <clears throat> he does not care for us. He does not think we're funny or cute or uh, likable. And uh, he wishes we were uh, dead in the ground, cold and buried. Yeah, it's a real shame, you know, because Pete, he used to be uh, really good at his craft, really successful, and now he's kind of just fallen off. Which was our plan. That's what we were hoping. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, for his sake, you know, I'm sure that sucks. And I understand why he's angry with us, but it's, I mean, he's too bad. I mean, he's letting us win. He's giving us exactly what we want, which is his life to spiral out of control and podcast listeners and no one to ever listen to any podcast except for ours. That's that's right. I think we're doing a pretty good job so far. We I are. Got a, uh, I got another letter here. Uh, Go ahead. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> to the admirable Bo and Stephen, <clears throat> thank you for everything you have done for me. <clears throat> I have been a um, loyal listener now for three months, and I have heard every episode. I went back to the episodes I missed. And I just really appreciate all of the kind things you have said about me. Um, You have really turned my life around. Um, I was in a deep, deep pit and things are starting to look a little bit better for me. Um, There have been many people in my life who uh, I have had to forgive and they are coming back into my life now in part because of the things you have said on your podcast. Uh, and then let's see, it's folded over. I can't see who this is from. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry I read that. That was from Bill Cosby. Um, no. No. Dr. Cosby, leave us alone. Get out of here, Bill. Wait, Dr. Cosby, we are not going to, uh, you know, give give you your credibility back. We told you we're not going to do that. No, we we think you're bad. Anything that bad. you interpreted to be good was that's not it's not what we think. If uh, this is what know. you think, Dr. Cosby, you're not listening to the podcast. You know, you act like, oh what well, listen to the podcast in every episode and Rudy at the yo. You didn't listen well. You didn't listen well, if this is what you think. Yeah, uh, just just go to hell, Bill. Um Stephen, make an official statement to our listeners, making it clear what our stance on Bill Cosby is. Just just so we Uh, have it. Yes. uh, The uh, Premise Podcast is here today to address an issue that was brought up on um, this episode uh, moments ago. we were sent a letter. Uh, we did not know who it was from, and we decided to read it on the podcast. And um, unfortunately, we realized at the end of this letter that this was from <clears throat> someone who is a very bad, bad boy. Um, and that is the official 
stance on this man, Bill Cosby, uh, of the Premise Podcast, is that he's really, really bad, uh, did bad things, and he can go to hell. What about when O.J. Simpson said about you guys? Hey, we said no reporters. Get out of here. Tired of this, man. Do we have any other letters? Uh, yeah, I do got one. Um, let's see. Bo and Steven. When I started my football career... Uh, Sorry, that was the OJ letter. <sighs> These people will not leave us alone. Um, let, hold on, let me, let me go on to the next one. Yeah, you uh, He's a Bowen Steven. I don't know how to say this. I grew up, uh, grew up under a roller coaster, and I, uh, you know, I, I've never been so good around a social life. Uh, Steven, yeah. I just realized halfway through this letter, I should have read who it was from first. Um, is is this from Woody Allen? I shouldn't finish oh, reading geez. it. Oh jeez! Oh jeez! Uh, yeah, from people who aren't disgraced celebrities. Yeah, I think I've got one here. <clears throat> hey uh, guys, a uh, big fan of the podcast. Uh, I really think that the podcast noir was a, a great, great uh, episode. Um, two episodes actually. And uh, I just want to say that I really uh, have enjoyed listening uh, to you guys uh, on my daily commute. Um, and some of your jokes have inspired um, some of my bits I do on my job. I am a um, uh, sort of an actor. That's what it says, sort of an actor. Uh, I work as a clown for rent in the Chicago area. And I do many birthday parties and events. Uh, and I'm just making it big. Uh, uh, so if you know anybody in the Chicago area who has a son who is turning 14, uh, just let me know, and I will do their birthday party. He does the year after the bar mitzvah. What, what is, uh, what's this clown's name? Uh, one sec. Uh, it's hard to read. Let me. Is, is it Bippo? No, I, I can only make out John. <laughs> the clown's name is John? Yeah. All right, if you live in the Chicago area, uh, find John the Clown for your, your parties. Yeah. Uh, so, thanks, John. Thanks, John. Thanks for the well wishes and all. Yeah, um, yeah. Steven, I'm out of letters. Do you have any others? I think I've got a few more uh, in here. Okay. One second, let me... Pull one out. One sec. Take your time. Oh, pardon, Bo. I'm, uh, I'm getting a call. Let me Is take this. Is this a real bit or a real call? Let me take this. Uh, hello. Uh, yes. This is uh, this is he. Oh, this is the Chicago police. Oh. Um. Yeah, I, I uh, did just recently hear from a clown in Chicago. Is it about John? Yes, his name was John. Uh, oh, my uh, God. <laughs> I thought he was dead. <clears throat> yes, uh, I'm sorry. We will um, <clears throat> we will address this. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'll let you know if we hear anything else. Thank you. Bye. <clears throat> Bo. You what? Yeah, the the fan letter from the clown. Uh, that was a uh, John Wayne Gacy.
I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. Well, I don't know about you, Bell, but I'm really excited for season two. I am so excited for season two. Uh, we're going to have moral, ethical guests this season. That's uh, right. No more Pete Holmes or all the people who are the equivalent yeah. of Pete Holmes. Just bad, bad uh, people. The last thing I want to do before we wrap this up, Stephen, is I want to bring out our faithful intern, the guy who gets our coffee, makes our beds, dresses us, picks out our outfits, makes the sandwiches, spits in them, go gets a, a second coffee when we throw the first one on his face, and then he walks our dogs and he uh, gives our wives the emotional comfort that they need day in and day out. It's Moose Coach! Yeah. Woo! Get over here, Moose Coach. And Moose Coach is pretty shy, uh, but do you have anything okay. you, you want to say, Moose Coach? Go ahead. You got you got to speak up, Muskosh. Give it up for Muskosh, everyone. Thank you, Muskosh. My wife appreciates everything you do for her. Um. Yep, we're married. Uh, so that's all for the season two preview, uh, which also works as a season one recap. We hope to hear from you all uh, daily on our Twitter feed and keep sending us fan mail unless you have been uh, charged and indicted uh, with sexual assault. Otherwise, please send us fan mail. This is the Premise Podcast. Yeah, or if you're Pete Holmes. Or if you're right. <laughs> Podcast. Sing along, Steve. Every single one is a different show. Bring this podcast. Every single episode is out of control.